Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, Waffle Gang. I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more R slash Am I the Butthole? <laughs> and if you love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too? And let's jump straight into today's story, shall we? <laughs> I am sorry about my singing. But why such a buzzkill says, am I the arsehole for being a downer at my husband's grad celebration? My 30s female, husband 30s male, is graduating college. His class decided to go out to celebrate with drinks after their exams. He said significant others weren't invited. I had a routine checkup with my primary just before the celebration started and she found a lump on my breast. I'm young, but have a history of breast cancer on my mum's side. My aunt died before the age of 35 from it. She wanted me to get a biopsy that day and referred me to the correct place. It was going to be a few hours before they could see me as they were doing her a favor, and it was obviously short notice. I was a crying mess, so my husband reluctantly agreed for me to come wait with him at the bar for my appointment time. I got to the bar, introductions were made, and although I was quite scared, I felt I was nice to everyone and as talkative as I could be. I left my husband at the bar with his classmates and went for the biopsy, followed by a mammogram. It was terrifying, but my doctor was great and a nurse held my hand through it all. When I got home, my husband was pissed at me. Apparently, I offended his classmates because I was standoffish and rude to them, and in their words, just an overall downer that brought down the mood of the celebration. He said I embarrassed him and he regretted having me join them. I now feel like I ruined his day to celebrate with his friends and maybe should have just kept the situation to myself so as not to bring him and them down. Edits key points. Yes, husband knew all the details of cancer scare as soon as first appointment ended. I'm the only one working while he's in school. I do not pay for his school and just in case anyone other than the super kind person is wondering, I've taken him to a nice dinner after every milestone was passed and consolation if things haven't gone great. I worked a side job while he's in class to save up secret money and bought him a private deep sea fishing charter for his graduation gift. I'm not a bad wife. I do what I can within my limited means. And there's a bit of a surprise update down in the comments, which I hadn't noticed when I first opened this post. And it's a bit of a shock one, I've got to tell you. So we're going to cover a couple of comments in my opinion. And my opinion straight away was, if I put myself in that boyfriend's position, I don't think I would be able to carry on with my plans for that evening whilst I know my partner was going through something like that. I would want to be there to support them through what they're going through in that particular moment. I don't think I'd be able to go out and enjoy myself and even if it was just to take my mind off things or or something along those lines, I wouldn't be able to do that with knowing my partner was worried about that particular situation. And for boyfriend to get mad at that moment and say you was a downer, no fucking shit. 
Why do you think this person was down? Because they're going through something pretty traumatic, a worrying experience. But Ikaya says, wait, let me get this straight. You discovered something possibly life-threatening, at least life-altering, and instead of your husband saying, staying at your side and help you through this experience, he chose to go to a celebration and let you wait with him in the bar before scary exams and then had the audacity to be mad about your mood. Holy cowgirl, this calls for some serious conversation between you two, but honestly, I see red flags all over. Not the asshole big time, but your husband definitely is. Daydream says not the asshole. Your husband was unsympathetic, unsupportive, and plain cruel. And his friends were damn out of line. There's no way I'd even listen to my friends criticizing my partner like that, let alone repeating the message to him. You were getting a biopsy and mammogram. In itself, a scary thing, but worse because you've had a history of cancer. And not only did your husband not go with you, but he criticized you for acting down. I hope he changes his attitude. I am Platica says, ah, I see the husband is graduating from Arsehole University. Good luck on your health, not the arsehole. Polly says, not the arsehole. Did your husband know that your doctor found a lump? What the ever loving hell? He is mad at you for being a downer rather than supporting you. Whoa, that is messed up. I hope your tests come back with good news and your husband grows a heart. And then OP replied with their comment saying, a girl from my husband's class saw this post and recognized enough of the situation to reach out to me. She was present at the bar when I was there. I was too dazed to give her a second thought. My husband was so upset by me needing to make an appearance because he had led everyone to believe we're in the midst of a divorce. Significant others were more than welcome. My husband told me that so I wouldn't go. He saw me calling and stepped away from the group. She said he looked like he was yelling at someone, even though his tone was calm and low to me. She also said it was the only call he received and that he did not make any calls. Why would he say we're getting a divorce if we're not? because he's having an affair with a girl that reached out. He didn't tell anyone why I was really there at the bar. No one said I was a downer to her knowledge. She saw my post, put two and two together and felt sick. So she reached out. He gave her a sob story that made him sound like a hero for taking care of me through the divorce process because I'm broke and alone. She had screenshots of conversations between them and details that make me dizzy. This has been going on for almost the entire length of the program he is in. I confronted him. I'm livid. I'm nauseated. He told me they said I was a downer so I'd be too ashamed to reach out to any of them following me meeting them so he could keep the lie going. He planned on leaving me once he graduated because he wouldn't need me anymore. Me possibly having cancer threw a wrench in the plan. He is unapologetic. She was apparently a fling because he was bored with school. I didn't cry. I didn't yell. I'm in my bathroom trying to figure out what my life has become and what I need to do next. Side note, he finally asked me how serious the biopsy went. So at this point, even if I was the arsehole, I'm not sorry. Except for the fact that I can't get a refund from the stupid fishing trip. I don't want this to be my life. I really don't. And I don't have much words after that comment. I'm absolutely fuming for OP right now. He manipulated you afterwards. I know it's not the biggest thing here, but he manipulated afterwards. Wanted you to be too ashamed to reach out to any of them so he could keep his lie going. Told you he planned on leaving you once he graduated. He wouldn't need you anymore. So he'd been using you all this time. And he had a fling because he was bored with school. 
but you possibly having cancer threw a wrench into his plan. What an awful human. And I do wonder what these people are like when, you know, they, they, they get up in the morning after they've done something like this, they look at themselves in the mirror and they, and they just don't think, what a piece of shit. I really wish the best for OP regarding, regarding the possible uh, cancer diagnosis. And I know life must be absolutely crazy for them right now with everything going on in their lives. And I, I do wonder, and I know I'm not meaning this to sound harsh in any way, if there's that slight bit of positivity for them that now they realize, you know, what a piece of dirt their, their husband is that they hopefully can move on and find someone that they truly deserve. And I know that's possibly going to be a long process for them, but they found out what their husband is truly like right here. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. That one's a bit of a shocker. And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Separate Meeting 9734 titled, Am I the Asshole for Embarrassing a Woman Who Falsely Accused Me of Discriminating Against Her? I was working retail and we were having a major sale. The store was packed. There was a Hispanic customer who wanted a toss pillow to match a comforter set she was buying, but the only matching pillow we had was in one of the displays that was up in the cubby above the comforters, about 25 feet up. I needed to get out our lift to get up there. We didn't have ladders as it was deemed unsafe to carry items up and down ladders. I apologized and said that we were not allowed to get the lift out during business hours for safety reasons. I told her that I would get it out after store closing and sell it to her next time she came in at the sale price. That wasn't good enough, so I said I would give her an additional discount for having to come back in. But it was company policy to not bring the equipment on the floor during business hours and we were so busy that there was no way I could do this. She got mad and said I wasn't going to do it because I was racist and didn't think Hispanics had money or some other bullshit. I assured her that was not the reason and she asked to speak to my manager. I went to get the store manager and made sure to tell her what the customer had said about me being racist against Hispanics, which made her chuckle since I'm from Chile. Manager talked to the customer and customer was demanding all sorts of free stuff. My manager said to the customer that she wanted to clarify which employee was racist. Customer pointed me out. Manager asked, you mean Costanza Munoz? Not my real name, but you get the point. Apologies if I butchered that name. Customer said, no, that white girl over there. Manager said, that's Constanza Munoz. Now, did you want us to hold the pillow for you? She looked shocked. I then said in Spanish, not everything is how it seems, right? She walked out and looked pissed. I don't know if I took it too far at the end. Now, this is going to be a clear, not the arsehole obviously but i couldn't resist reading it i love me an entitled customer story and this entitled customer comes in demanding trying to get free stuff off everyone and in the end makes an ass of themselves <laughs> there's no way you're gonna be the asshole to me in this one but affectionate run says i had this in retail once too luckily my manager had my back and a colleague had heard the whole discussion as well as several customers it was a guy saying i was refusing service because he was black I was refusing a sale because he looked for all the world like he was 14, trying to buy an 18 plus game and didn't have ID. Not the arsehole. People need to realize this is a serious allegation, not something to use just to get what you want. Some people unfortunately try to use it as leverage, hoping you'll back down for fear of being called racist. 
they diminish all the very real allegations of microaggressions and racism when they do this, which is counterproductive. So hopefully this woman will think twice next time. Nothing in now says not the arsehole. You and the manager get a well played instead. Xpad89 says not the arsehole. You didn't embarrass her. She did that on her own. Gerby2356 says not the arsehole at all. That customer was acting way too entitled and deserved getting taken down a peg or two. And it just carries on with that pretty much thread really. Everyone just saying well done. Give the entitled person what they deserve. But have you had yourself in a similar situation i love me a retail story and i know quite a few of you have worked in retail before and i'm sure you've got a lot of stories let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. next one and our next story comes from a throwaway not outed am i the asshole for outing my sister to her kids her kids were having a sleepover we've always had this picture of my family up from when we were really young and this was the first time her kids ever asked about it she's also seen the picture and never commented on it they asked who she was in the picture my sister started transitioning in high school so i don't really think of her as trans like i know she wasn't always a woman but old pictures of her are just pictures of her to me and i sort of assume people know and it's not a big dark secret naturally i responded honestly i told him that that was their mum. her daughter said she looked like a boy and i said she was i tried to explain that she was a boy but now she's not and her son thought it was funny but it made her daughter really upset i was surprised she kept it from them it didn't come up again after that. Her and her husband picked the kids up eventually and neither kids seemed upset about it. Overall, it was a pretty good sleepover. A few hours later, I have her husband on the phone asking what I said and calling me insane. He said my sister is distraught. He was saying I outed her and how cruel that was, but kids are pure. Outing means nothing to them because you can teach them empathy and understanding. There's nothing to be afraid of being outed to a kid. Still, I did out her, which I apologized for. I eventually got her on the phone and she said she's really upset with me, but she understands I didn't mean to cause any harm. I asked her if she was ever planning to tell her kids and she said she wasn't sure. I was shocked at that. My sister isn't typically a dishonest person at all. Both kids even know they're adopted. I told her I did her kids a favor, which I believe. And then she said, I'm never sorry about anything. 
I think outing is horrible, but in this situation, was it justified? My husband also agrees it's, it's the kind of lie that would have left her children distrustful of her in the future. I think this is a very, very simple one to me. And it's that, you know, it wasn't your place to have this conversation. And I'm not sure I believe that you didn't know that the children didn't know about this. You said you did apologize for it as well. But then you go on to say, I told her I did her kids a favor which you believe so i can't believe that you are really sorry for it if you do think that you was right and you did the kids a favor it just wasn't your place to tell so yes you're gonna be the asshole from me in this one but trash chaos says you're the asshole that conversation was not your place period you should have told her to ask her parents about it and moved on i understand that you didn't intend to cause a problem but being thoughtless about something can still be being an asshole I'm glad it doesn't seem to be causing a permanent rift between you and your sister, but definitely you're the asshole here. Vexing Curses says you're the asshole big time. That was a conversation for your sister to have with the kids when she was ready. It's not your story to tell. You could have just deferred that situation to your sister. Now it can't be taken back and you robbed her of her ability to do this on her terms. She's the parent and it's not your place to decide what is deceptive or not when it comes to her identity. Tuxedo says, yeah, you're the asshole. You say in your post, I told her I did her kids a favor, which I believe. Meaning you aren't remorseful after all, even though you claim that outing someone is horrible. Once someone transitions, that identity they are is who they are. It's wrong to reveal information like that. It's not her being dishonest. Your sister is a woman, not a man. Just like you lie to kids about Santa Claus. It's not your place to tell them what's true and not true. Glitter Voldemort says and quotes, I told her I did her kids a favor, then says no, no you did not. You overstepped, offered an insincere apology, which is obvious since you doubled down on your actions and made a choice to tell two small children something that wasn't in the realm of decisions for you to make for them. It quotes again saying, my sister isn't typically a dishonest person. And then says, at no point is choosing to not tell her six and eight-year-old children that she is transgender while they are still so young, dishonest. If she chose to never tell them that she transitioned, it still wouldn't be dishonest. For all intents and purposes, your sister is a woman and no one is entitled to know differently without her expressed consent. You're the arsehole. Oz78 says, you're the arsehole. That was not your place to tell. You never out someone no matter what. And one more from Low Assistance who says you're the arsehole. You said yourself that her daughter was upset. And from the post, you seem to have no remorse for outing her at all. All I see from this is I feel, I think, etc. And no consideration for your sister at all. Even if I were to offer you consideration for accidentally outing her, you didn't call her afterwards to tell her what happened, apologize, and give them the night to figure out what to say to their kids when they got home and you allowed them to be blindsided. Then you have the nerve, when she was being honest about being conflicted regarding telling them, to say that you're glad you did it. With all that, you come off as pretty selfish and like the kind of person who thinks their opinion is the only correct opinion. And I'm not surprised your sister thinks you're never sorry about anything, if that's how you approach situations where you are objectively wrong. Now, what do you guys make of this one? How would you handle that situation? Let us know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story comes from Anonymous who says, am I the asshole for firing a girl? I'm a manager at a small business. It's just me, the owner and another person who is my employee. 
The O'Neill usually handles the checks on a certain day. We still haven't set up direct deposit yet because they have limits with their banks. The day the checks were supposed to go out, the owner's father had to be rushed to hospital and it was so bad we didn't think he would make it. This resulted in our checks being two days late. I understand that it was inexcusable and unprofessional. However, it was something that out of the owner's hands. The girl, however, was up in arms, angry and calling the owner multiple times about her check while his father lay dying. He answered her the first time and then told me to handle it. I explained everything to her. However, she still kept calling the owner. I get that we all need money, but in my opinion, it's just tasteless to demand a man leave his dying father's side just so you can get your check on time. She was our opener on Monday and she was late and not even in uniform. I told her that being late, especially when the store opens at 7 a.m. and she's the opener, is inexcusable, barring an extenuating circumstance. And she went on a very long and drawn out rant about her check. I informed her that I don't have her check and she will get it once the owner comes later that day. And my job is to ensure that she is doing her job and coming late and not in our standard uniform is not our image. And she kept deflecting and demanding to speak to the owner, whose father is in his deathbed. I fired her for a few reasons, but the last nail on the coffin was her blatant disrespect for the owner and myself. I did not come to argue with her, however, she was ready to battle. I still feel guilty about it, but I honestly don't know what else I could have done. We did get her check as soon as the owner got there, but I didn't think she was a good fit for a few reasons and let her know that we won't be needing her anymore. So Reddit, did I do something wrong? Now, I'm going to come into this one straight away with a you're the arsehole. And it's an extremely unfortunate circumstance that, you know, the owner is going through this with their father. Absolutely horrible stuff. But the fact is, if you're taking on employees, the direct debits or whatever, the payment system should have been set up from the very beginning. Unhappy employees doesn't make a good workplace. And a part of me... And a part of this one jumped out to me, you know, when the owner phoned you, the manager, and told you to deal with it, what does that mean? Is there extra cash around that you could have maybe helped out this employee? Maybe, you know, they've got bills to pay. They've got something that they need it for. Sit down with this employee in that particular moment to find some sort of resolution to what's going on. They may have rent to pay. They may be being chased up on rent. And that's the point here. It's just because the owners disappeared, there should be some sort of contingency plan to get people paid. What if the owner disappears for a long time? Is people just not going to be paid for months or whatever? What, what if the owner was sick? You don't get paid for a couple of weeks because the owner's out. But as a manager, instead of doing that, you, you had no empathy to the employee situation and what, and what they may be going through. Who knows what they may have needed that money for? Regardless, they're entitled to it. So I will say you're the asshole for the way you handled this. But Exciting Classic says you're the asshole. An employer has an obligation, legal and moral, to pay their employees on time. Do you think a landlord cares why her rent is late? If the car loan people care why her payment is late? No. Her boss is saying her father is ill will carry zero weight when it comes to her financial obligations. You say the final nail was her blatant disrespect. You tried to say not a good fit, but we both know that's just trying to make it seem more reasonable, don't we? How about your total disrespect of the employment contract? She works, you pay her. Why would she turn up on time, etc. if you aren't paying her? You don't know what else you could have done. You could have paid her on time as you were obliged to do. 
If the owner isn't able to make the checks, then you need a backup method, payer in cash or the like. His failure to properly set up his accounting system doesn't absolve him from legal obligations. Famous often says you're the asshole because you have to pay your employees on time. The owner doesn't get a pass because his dad was dying and you don't get to fire someone who insisted you not break the law by not paying her on time. You should have found a way to pay her, even if it meant paying her in cash or taking checks to the owner to sign in the hospital lobby. Her being late and not in uniform aren't okay and you could have noted that and fired her for the next thing, but, but she might have had a case against you. It sure sounds like you fired her as retaliation for demanding she be paid at the agreed upon or legally required time. You shouldn't be a boss until you have a handle on this kind of thing, in part because it sounds like one small lawsuit or fine from the labor board will put this company out of business. Squig says, and Squig's from Warhammer, I remember those things. You're the asshole. She is doing the job to get paid. She has bills to pay. If you didn't want to argue with her, then you should have paid her what she was owed. It was your responsibility to handle it. You evidently didn't handle it, so she went to the person who could. You got on her case about being late. How dare you? After not even sorting out payroll on time. Of course, she didn't show you respect. You have to earn respect. And we're gonna finish up with Jemima Aslana who says, she was right to be angry. People rely on their checks to pay rent, utilities, food. I didn't know her situation, but she was out. But she was, but was she out of uniform because she hadn't been able to wash it? Was she late because she didn't have money for gas or transportation? Did you even ask her why? Or is it only your boss's reasons that matter? I mean, the owner's father is precisely none of her business. And as the owner of a business, you pay your employees for the work they do on the agreed upon pay date, not just when you feel like it. When you're a business owner, you either never have time off for any reason, or you make sure you have someone who can handle everything in your absence, especially essential things like paying your damn workers. If that woman didn't need the money badly, she probably wouldn't have been so desperate. Ask yourself if it would have been okay if the employee had stayed away due to her father being on his deathbed. Would that have been okay? Even though nobody could fill in for her. Is this a rules for thee, but not for me situation? because that will create a terrible culture in a business. Demanding the paycheck she was owed is not a firing offense. Choosing to show up late and out of uniform is childish and stupid because those things get people fired. But if she is not getting paid as per the contract, why should she adhere to the rest of the contract? All that said, you fired her for other offenses as well, none of which you chose to mention and thus I cannot pass judgment. Info, you're leaving something out, like which other offenses, and how old is she? Is she a full-time employee? With the additional info now available, you're the asshole and a massive one. And I got to read this next comment because it's from OP and it gives the additional info they just asked for. So just chronic tardiness. She was working here for a while and she didn't understand how to correctly bill and occasionally she wouldn't tag something correctly that can result in us losing business and product. We just felt she was unreliable. And quotes, ask yourself if it had been okay if the employee had stayed away due to her father being on his deathbed. Then goes on to say, yes, I've had to take days off of family's health. And if that were the case, we would be happy to fill in for her. But that wasn't the case. She was late because she chose to be late. When she accepted the position, we told her she can work one of two shifts and she chose the first shift. I understand being late sometimes, but not all the time. We talked about her situation. She doesn't have a ride, but we found solutions to that, even carpooling 99% of the time. The only time she would need to find her own ride would be if no one was working and it was just her by herself on that day. And we would give her ample time to find someone or call an Uber. Our schedule is made a week in advance. 
And my question from that last comment is, how is she going to pay for a fucking Uber when she's got no money? <laughs> Don't get me started. What do you guys make of this story? What are your thoughts? Let us know in the comments below and on all of today's stories if you choose to share them. A huge thank you for spending your time with me today, getting involved in the channel. You're absolutely awesome. Every single one of you. I hope you have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. Don't forget to let me know as well. I love to hear it. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. <laughs> Much love. I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Yum, yum, yum. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.